0: You're listening to a Roddenberry Podcast. Back in the days of television almost being live to tape, it was easier to pivot future storylines so they'd lean into parts of the show that really worked. One very good example of that is the story of how the Cybermen made their first return appearance on Doctor Who on this day in 1967. I'm Roberto Lewis, and this is your Sci-Fi 5, five minutes of science fiction history for February 11th. The first appearance of the Cybermen had happened mere months ago in an epic four-part story called The Tenth Planet, though more people will remember that as being the first story in which the Doctor regenerated at the end, giving up one of his lives for the greater good. What the show's producers did know, however, was that the Cybermen really worked. Their menacing appearance, their weirdly robotic speech patterns, and the kind of unspoken horror that the Cybermen used to be like us until they let technology overtake them. And because one of the creators of the Cybermen was Jerry Davis, Doctor Who's script editor, he and Dr. Kit Pedler, writers of The Tenth Planet, quickly won the writing assignment of bringing the Cybermen back to TV screens across the UK. That return engagement was a four-parter titled the Moonbase, and it not only brought back the Cybermen, but it also gave them a major facelift. The Tenth Planet Cybermen lugged around huge robotic chest packs and looked more mummified than metallic. The Moonbase brought them back in a sleeker form, with much more metallic-looking helmets, and in new costumes that were layered over silver spray-painted diving suits. The strange voices remained, only now... The actors inside the Cybermen suits used their chins to open a mechanical-looking slot that would remain open, while voice actors provided the Cybermen's unearthly voices, immediately closing the slot after a line was delivered. Combined with the blacked-out eye sockets, the Cybermen now seemed genuinely mechanical, and more than a little bit scary to young Doctor Who fans, who then took to imitating Cybermen on the playground. The form factor of the Cybermen in this story influenced all of their later appearances, up to and including Doctor Who's 21st Century Revival. Airing almost two and a half years before the first moon landing, the moon base was the first Doctor Who story set on Earth's moon, and it wouldn't be the last. With the producers keeping tabs on current events, it seemed like a good idea to start reflecting the excitement of the real space race in the Doctor's travels. Sadly, only half of the elaborate and sometimes very visible wirework used to achieve weightlessness on the lunar surface set can still be seen. Episodes 1 and 3 of The Moonbase are missing from the BBC's archives. The two missing half-hours were recreated as animation for a 2014 DVD release, the first time it had been possible to see the full story since its original broadcast. The same technique has brought many other missing Doctor Who episodes back to life in the years since. The speed with which the Cybermen made a second appearance, and the fact that they got a significant hardware upgrade before their return, quickly made them fan-favorites. In a show whose slowly developing mythology had only one or two recurring villains, the Cybermen quickly became the number two fan-favorite bad guys, behind the still-popular Daleks. But the BBC elevating them to that position of importance was no coincidence. The creator of the Daleks, Terry Nation, had notified the BBC that, following one more upcoming appearance he would be removing his creations from the Doctor Who roster and trying to launch them in their own TV series, possibly even in the US. While that never quite panned out, the BBC was more than happy to bring the Cybermen back again and again, since, unlike the Daleks, the BBC owned the Cybermen. They appeared three more times alongside Patrick Troughton in adventures spanning 18 episodes in total, cementing their importance in Doctor Who lore and would return to face off against almost all of the later Doctors. Not bad for the second-place villains. This has been 5 Minutes of Science Fiction History, your daily Sci-Fi 5, for February 11th. Sci-Fi 5 is produced by Roddenberry Entertainment.